Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. I am watching the final episode of Doctor Who Flux, uh, Chapter 6, The Vanquishers. I've got to remember to say Vanquishers because I keep saying the Ravagers in my head. <laughs> got Note to self, that's not the name of the episode, Adam. <laughs> I wonder if this is how those all those 60s ones got weird episode names that no one ever really knew. Um, just some idiot like me decided that that's what they were called. Uh, I think that is how it happened. Uh, so, uh, we've just had the opening credits, like the show's barely started. Um, and we've got a Santaran making a broadcast of the people of the universe. They're offering an alliance to survive the flux, except to the Rutons. They must die in a fire. Um, they hate the Rutons. Uh, the Rutons have been in, um... Doctor Who, they were in the horror of Fang Rock because uh, the Sontarans always hated the Rutons. They were constantly at war with them, um, but you never really saw any, any of it because it was the 70s and they couldn't afford a war. They could just afford one Sontaran at a time. Um, so uh, the uh, <laughs> they're offering an alliance to the Daleks and the Cybermen and they're going to crush everyone else. Oh, my God. Um and then uh, the doctor is uh, trying to explain why she's in three places uh, at once. Um, and she detaches the Lapari ship uh, that she's, you know, they're in the weird shield formation. Um, the Sontarans and the Grand Serpent are together and they notice the Lupari craft has detached. It's on a trajectory to crash into them. Oh, my God. It's just like the start of that Star Trek movie. I watched that the other day. You know, the one with um, Chris Hemsworth is, the, is Captain Kirk's dad. Uh, seriously, I could watch that film a thousand times like it's it's i feel like it's the perfect movie <laughs> i i think a lot of it has to do with um michael giacchino's score uh i went to see you know sometimes like the the orchestra like the melbourne symphony orchestra or wherever you live there might be a symphony orchestra that plays a movie and the orchestra will play the 
the soundtrack. Like, so it's it's only dialogue and sound effects in the movie, and then the orchestra plays all the music. Um, so I went with my sister to see Star Trek, uh, the JJ Abrams Star Trek at at the Melbourne with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. I think it was at the Plenary um, in Melbourne, uh, and. When the opening credits happen, so after the whole big explosion at the start with Chris Hemsworth um, and Jennifer Morrison's having a baby on a, on a shuttlecraft and the music starts and swells for the kind of just the reveal of the title Star Trek, I had a little cry, like just at the opening credits. <laughs> and I had seen that film like 10 times, like since 2009 at that point. Um so, yeah, I've watched a lot. Anyway, I just put it on the other day because I was fiddling about on... Uh, I broke my TV thing um, and I was just testing that all the connections still worked and it still played things in, you know, high definition and loud sound. And I thought, oh, here's one. I know that one works. Uh, and then I just ended up watching it again. Uh, like you do. Um, anyway, that Star Trek chat. Uh <laughs> I used to do like a, I remember I used to do like a Star Trek Discovery version of this podcast. I haven't done one for this series um, just because it's been hectic and I haven't really, like I've been watching them like days later because I've got, I've got a lot on. Uh, I'm barely keeping on top of the Doctor Who one, to be honest. Um, anyway, <laughs> we can have Star Trek chat later. Uh, so uh, the Doctor is on a collision course. Oh my God, I'm never going to get through this episode. <laughs> Like the opening credits have just been on <laughs> and I've been on the opening credits jag about Star Trek. Uh, so the Doctor is uh, trying to crash into the the Sontaran spaceship that's on the ground um, and it hits a shield and just stops. Uh, and the Sontaran's like, oh, you fools. Didn't you know we'd have protection? And the Doctor's like, yeah, I kind of did. Um, so they're going to be prisoners. She's like, And the Doctor's like, exactly what I wanted. Uh, so the Doctor and Carvanista are going to go and become prisoners. And she's told Belle to hide out and go on a solo mission um, to do whatever. Uh, it's not really explained. Um, and then uh, in the tunnel, the Doctor, well, the other Doctor, this is going to become confusing because it's all the same Doctor, but she's just split in three. Anyway, the Doctor's in the tunnel and notices all the doors. And then she's in Division and Azure is telling the Doctor that she has all her memories in the fob watch. And she opens it. Oh, my God. That's what I've been waiting for. Um, and then the Doctor's back in that black and white forest with the old busted floating house that's all at weird angles. Um, and Swarm and Azure say that all her past selves are in that house. Swarm and Azure are in colour. I mean, it's it's only for the best, really, because their makeup is so amazing. It would look quite dull in black and white like the rest of it. Um, so he can turn her past memories to dust and the house starts peeling off and, like, bits of the house go flying off into nowhere. At the same time, the Doctor's hand starts, like, crystallising and falling apart, just like poor Tiki Tiki Tato in the last episode. Um, and then Swarm reforms the house. Uh, okay. Um, then the doctor in the tunnel, uh, is horrified to discover that it's been three years since she last saw Yaz and Dan. Like for her, it hasn't been that long, obviously. Um, and the doctor's like, I missed you. And then, oh, they have a little missing you moment. Um, oh, it's Thasmid time. Um, and then she gets excited when she realizes who Williamson is. She's like, oh my God, you're on my list. Um, well, it's more of a book. Well, it's actually more of a library of books. Um, 
anyway, she's got a list of people she wants to meet. Uh, and then she explains that there are multiple rips in the fabric of space and time in just one part of Liverpool. Oh, so this is a bit like the um, the Torchwood Hub, maybe. Uh, you know how Cardiff was like a, a weird tear in the fabric of space and time and things kept falling out of the time war into it? Um, I mean, that was the explanation for it. Maybe Chris Chibnall is going to create a, a Liverpool-based um, <laughs> uh, science fiction show with old mate Williamson and his tunnels of weirdness. I would actually love that. Like that would be because you you could just come back to the tunnels every week. It'd be you know you wouldn't be you wouldn't need a TARDIS or anything. It's just like yeah, it's it's set in the Victorian era and in Liverpool, and people just go in the tunnels and go on an adventure with Joseph Williamson um, trying to avoid the flux. Uh, anyway, I think that's like, honestly, that's, that's of all the big Finnish spin-offs that I think that there have come out of this flux series. And I'm sure they'll be happening soon because uh, we're on to a whole new series soon. Um, Joseph Williamson's tunnels. Uh, <laughs> Tunnel Hunter, it should be called. You can't call it Tunnel Hunter. That just sounds revolting. Anyway, <laughs> I've lost my tiny mind. <laughs> um, the Tunnel Hunter Chronicles. Uh, so, <laughs> why am I so amused by Tunnel Hunter? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Uh, <laughs> I've gone silly. Um... <laughs> So the doctor's explaining about the rips in space and time and Williamson explains to her all the things he's seen in his tunnels, including the final flux event, uh, which is why he tried to build the city under the, <laughs> under the streets to save everyone um, in his tunnel hunting. <laughs> uh, Kate Stewart tells the doctor that the Sontarans have set up some kind of psychic command centre uh, which leads Jericho to suggest recruiting someone that they left behind. Um, Kate Stewart also says there's a weakness in the Sontarans. They've been raiding corner shops. Uh, I forgot about this bit. Um, and the doctor says it's the metal- metabolic weakness. Um, and then she fades away briefly uh, and explains to them that she's in three places at once. And she's right. Right, next is Operation Sontaran Corner Shop. <laughs> Oh, no. He's going to have the chocolate scene, aren't we? Um, so, there's heaps of Sontarans marching around Liverpool, which looks amazing. Like, seriously, I w- watching it again, I'm like, oh, wow, this looks great. Like, this looks actually really, really good. Um, all the Sontarans. One of them is hanging out with some statues. Like, it looks like he's taking a selfie with statues. It's a really weird moment. Um, it's just like off in the corner Like if you if you go back and watch it It's really strange uh, And uh, the leader Sontaran leader is making an announcement While they're all trooping about um, And in a corner shop uh, There's a Sontaran ordering his troops to leave And he says he'll make an assessment Okay uh, And then he just starts raiding the shelves And eating everything Like fizzy drinks, chocolate, lollies The whole works And the doctor springs him um, and he rabbits on about how Sontarans are strong and could never get sick from eating too many lollies. <laughs> well, they're not like me. I get sick from too many lollies all the time. All right. More lollies in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 